staying awake. And what does that really mean? It just means not spending time in the mental plane thinking about what's going to happen 10 minutes from now, 20 minutes from now, tomorrow, what happened yesterday, uh, what I'm going to do an hour from now, what I'm going to do tomorrow, um, what about this, what about that. Uh, yeah. Which is pretty much the way we've all lived most of our lives. So it's not in the present moment, it's just somewhere else. And in that in that scenario, um, we are um, we are kind of just being tossed around by the winds of fate. <laughs> and this is why we how we create disease and why we get older more quickly and and everything. So our our state of consciousness of where we are every moment and what we're thinking about. It's so cool when you, uh, you know, when you really get it down to the nitty-gritty like we do here, especially on Fridays and other days. This is it. We are in, in uh, absolute, total control of our reality. doesn't mean that um, some challenges are not going to come up and for this or that reason, and they will, because... There's just some things that we, we need to go through just to go through them and to learn lessons. So it's not going to be like, you know, perfect, perfect, life, perfect life and never have any kind of challenges or anything. We will. We'll continue to have them. So, um, you know, because you'll get people, when you're living like that in the moment and on the razor's edge, say, well, you were saying you're just, you know, and how come that happened? Well, see, because they don't understand. So, things will, challenges will come up, and then um, the the act of of overcoming the challenges are part of the nowness of time. So we're doing it in the now time. So we're not we're not freaking out or anything. We say, well, I've got to do that. So I'm going to need to do that. I need to earn more money or whatever. And that's just you know part of living on on, uh, on the earth plane. It's just part of the deal. And then after time we, we can clear out more of the of the karmic things that we that we created in you know ten years ago or twenty years ago or two years ago or a year ago. And we'll clean them out and uh, less and less uh, um, challenges come up. So let's talk about the, the basic ideas behind uh, longevity. Uh, we haven't done that for a while, really kind of dig into it and uh, start start clean here. Um, start cleaning. Uh, I don't... I don't know for sure, but I don't believe that we have a genetic DNA code in our in the human body to I know we don't 
to to actually force us to get sick or die after a certain period, earth time, eight uh, years. It's just not there. It's just not there because there have been many people, spiritual masters who have figured out that it wasn't there, and through the spiritual realm they have kept their bodies for a long, long time. I know several that have had their bodies 600 years. One of them is Fubi Quants, another is, well, Rebus Artars, some spiritual masters. They have a body, and they do. They just do. So, I can't explain exactly how they've done it, but there's been yogis that Adam has talked about. Yogis have done it. Um, so we are not we are not wired into to just die after a certain time. We're just not. The only reason we do, in my opinion, in my experience, is that we believe we have to. And we believe in the, the current lifespan of, of the earth realm uh, because we've just been at it for so long, for probably thousands of years. I don't know how long. And we've just kind of, you know, it's just kind of built into our subconscious. Uh, well, you know, when you get to be 80 or 90, and then this, and and then, you know, Grandma lived till 90. She lived a very long life. And was it? Was it? Maybe it was a very short life. You know, was it? And, and hey, you know, there there's nothing terrible about living 80 or 90 and and go moving on, you know. In a couple of weeks on November 7, I'm going to have an anniversary of having my body for 76 Earth years. Um, came in November 7, 1946. And I'm not going anywhere. I don't I have no energy on that number 76 whatsoever, as you can tell. There's nothing about me. Um, sure, I've got some wear and tear on my body, and, and exactly how we look is not really our, our biological age. Our biological age is who we are as soul as we're working in this body, um, what we think, what we believe, what we feel, what we can do, you know. Can we exercise? Can we move around? Can we stretch? Do we have any aches and pains? That's the real biological age. Sure, we all get a little uh, wear and tear on our on our face and because we've just lived a, been on Earth a long time and there's a lot of stuff coming at us, you know. Now we have EMFs and chemicals and chemtrails and stuff, but we get rid of most of it. So we all have um, age on our body in a sense so I don't think we're ever going to look like we were 35 again in our face but what does it matter it certainly doesn't matter it's it's who we are and what we think and what we believe and what we can do and that's the biological age everything that matters what we can do being in a body right Every, everything, everything. 
Think about everything you do. And you can be able to do that and even better 20 years from now when you're 90 or 100 or 120. No reason not to. There's nothing in our bodies that is a clock in the DNA saying you've got to age. Nothing there. If there was something there um, through the subconscious and it, it put it in the DNA or the genes and it's all changeable. We know that. Epigenetics. So that's all. That's all just made up too. So the only reason uh, people are aging is because they believe in the, the, the structure of the aging model that's going on today. And you know what that is in the movies and in books and in people you see and, and everything. It just, this is the way it is out there and after you get to be a certain age, well then you get sick and then, you know, the whole thing. But it's not, it's not, it's not, doesn't need to be that way for you. You just think a different way and then you're good. It really is that simple. You know, there's, there's websites and people that talk about anti-aging and anti-aging medicine and all that and I don't know. I'm sure there's some cool stuff you can do to help the body, but you don't need any of it. I'm not doing anything like that. Even stem cells or increasing my telomeres or just eating good food and, and thinking like I think. That's all you need to do. I, I, I totally know that we create all the stem cells that we need and more, if we need more, just by what we are, state of consciousness, what we need. You don't need to have any expensive stem cell stuff, do any kind of fly to Europe and get some stuff shot in you so you can live longer. <laughs> it's all just smoke and mirrors. Oh, I guess these things can help you, you know. People feel better with stem cells. I'm not poo-pooing them if you want to do it. But you don't need to. The mind that we utilize here in a body is like powerful to an extent that it controls, but we have to control the mind. But it is the the, the mechanism that controls what we experience and what our body looks like and feels like and does. Because the mind and the body are one thing. It's just one thing. Which is why we work very diligently on not hating anyone or being... Um, resistance to stuff or um, that kind of thing. Because whenever we are, then it's in our body. So say, what I want to talk about a little bit too, resentment. And we'll do a little gallbladder thing here today and show you how that works. It's pretty cool. So whenever we resent somebody, uh, then we have resentment towards them and then when we resent them there's no way we can't resent ourselves 
and have resentment on our body at the same time and affect the gallbladder, which is, my opinion, the resentment organ. And like the liver is the anger organ. And I think Adam even said the the resentment thing goes to the heart, but its heart is also love on territory and and, um, stuff like that. And then kidneys fear the lungs are grief, right? If we grieve, then it affects the lungs. And if we don't grieve, and we should be grieving, then that affects the lungs. And, it, I mean, it's no accident these things are there. They've been in, tuned in with Chinese medicine since forever. They've known about the connections with these emotions and organs for about 5,000 years. Yeah, Going back, Taoism, they all knew this stuff. They all knew it. They all knew it. Because they just figured it out after a while. Because when you don't have the internet and television and a bunch of books making you crazy, you sit around and you, what's this thing about, how come people are grieving? How come they get lung problems when somebody does? Or You know, they figure it out. Just evolution. That's real spiritual evolution. They just figure it out. The Taoists figured out all these really cool exercises that are tied in with um, um, different animals. Tigers and lions and um, the deer, deer exercise for um, sexual strength, which I do. It's a deer exercise and they learned it from the deer because the deer did this exercise. And they just learned it. Bear, bears do a certain thing and with the claws and and it, it strengthens different organs. So all these little animals are out there to teach us something as well. Isn't that cool? Um, I'm going to go over my current diet, which is changing from pure carnivore to more fat. And this is part of my deal. For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm gonna be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are, even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral-type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Mm. 
tastes great. It's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum tube. Thank you, Daniel Vitalis, one of my good friends. Well, we talk every now and then. He needs to come back on the show, hopefully. But it's a great website. Uh, the colostrum is on sale right now on One Radio Network through Sir Thrival, any Sir Thrival link, and use promo code TWEET. Uh, I'm sorry, TREAT. Is it TREAT? 20? Save 20? TREAT. It's TREAT. Is it TREAT? Sometimes I forget them. Yeah, I think it's TREAT because it's a, it's a, um, where is it? It's a, because it's a Halloween thing, right? I should remember it. I said it so many times already. Uh, this, this, uh, I'll find it when we're talking. But anyway, it is a Colostrum. I'll give you the promo code just in case I'm not right here in a second. Uh, 20% off. And it's uh, become one of my fave foods since doing more animal foods. Yeah, Treat 20, yeah. Treat, treat 20. But then they have Colostrum, Shaga and Rishi, and um, Pine Pollen, Elk Velvet Antler, and um, the Digestive Bitters, Good stuff, you know, good stuff, really good stuff, yeah. Digestive bitters. Shizandra ec- extract. I think he's got some, he's got the CBD, uh, that thing too as well. Yeah, good stuff. Treat 20, 20% off on colostrum. So this is, this is what I'm drinking this morning. I've got raw goat's milk. Got two egg yolks. I've got um, uh, some colostrum egg yolks, and then lots of butter. You see how yellow it is? Raw butter, and um, yeah. And then I've been eating lots of this. This is pure tallow, organic grass-fed tallow. You can just take spoonfuls of this. Check this out. It, it, it tastes pretty good, too. I mean, there's hardly no taste to it at all. So the reason I'm bringing this up, I'm doing more fat and less meat and feeling better doing it. Lots of more, lots more, lots more, lots more uh, goat's milk butter and tallow not eating as much meat I just started that and and um, yeah I don't know I'm just experimenting but uh, the fat is uh, is is really 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 good the fat is really good this fat is really good isn't that funny and we went through this whole thing, uh, what was it, in the early 90s, right? Where fat is bad for you, fat is going to kill you, fat will cause heart disease, fat this, fat that. I'm talking about animal fat now. We're not talking about seed oils. They're very, most seed oils are very dangerous. Andrea seed oils has some really pristine good ones like, um, well, you know, you know them check them out but you know them right pumpkin seed oil um, 
coriander seed oil, black cumin seed oil, um, black sesame seed oil. These are not your classic PUFAs that'll cause yellow fat disease because one, they are pristine, virtually no oxidation because he does it at a low temperature and with no very little friction. And so these, these oils are one of the few oils in the world that aren't rancid or toxic because of Andreas's uh, process. And they have very high beneficial benefits, um, like pumpkin seed for the prostate, for example. Coriander. Coriander is, um, is um, cilantro, right? Yeah, cilantro, which is, gets rid of uh, heavy metals in the body. Black cumin seed. Google that puppy and you'll see that that um, cancers, canker sores, and all kinds of things. So here's a little picture of it, but you can go to um, Andre Seed Oils hundred, uh, on our website. These are really, really good. Really good. Nothing like PUFAs like we were talked about. Because PUFAs are really bad. <laughs> you know, sunflower oil, um, canola oil, western oil, of course, and uh, soybean oil, and all those things. And and if you want to learn about that, you can go to uh, Solar Timing Sunsink Nutrition dot com and uh, buy some books on yellow fat from my buddy Adam Bergstrom eBooks and learn about why this is so why most people are just dying of yellow fat disease. They just get toxic from all these oils that they eat. And if, if you know, most people eat from the center aisles of the, of the food store, right? They just do. I go straight to the meat counter, the fish counter, and that's it. Uh, and then that's it. Um, everything else I get is farmer's marketer. But uh, these center oils are aisles, and I, the Freudian slip there, they're filled with oils. Virtually every product in there in a jar and a glass or a box, they've got, they've got bad oils, poofers and soybean oil and corn canola oil and God knows what. These are killing people, killing them. That's why people get sick and die when they're 70 and 80 and 90. Can't do this stuff. So go to Adam's place at uh, Sunsink Nutrition and um, get some ebooks on yellow fat disease. I think he's got like 10 books. Probably only need two or three of them to really get the story. <laughs> I don't like to write 10 books. But he does. Adam's listening. Hi, Adam. He's listening this morning. The DNA code is nothing more than a suggested search engine like <laughs> Google, DuckDuckGo, AOL. Folks don't know they have a choice. Our highest choice is the God code. Well said, well spoken. Adam B., the God code. And what is that? That's you. I. 
were souls, spiritual beings, in a body that are just living here for a time. We don't know how long. 70, 80, 90, 100, 2, 3, whatever. Nobody cares. You don't get more points for living longer. God doesn't care. It's up to you. How long you want to hang around here? You having fun? You think you can do some good for humanity? Then stick around a while and have some fun. Jump in. One of the things Adam and I have different views on is he wants, you know, I always talk to him about, you know, I don't want to come back to this popsicle stand. And he was saying, well, no, I'm just going to keep on going. I'm just going to keep on going. And he tried to tell me, Adam, why do you want to do that? There's other places you can go from here. But he, he said he's going to keep recycling here. Oh, man, I'm not going through puberty again and doing all that. He'll come around someday. I'll get to him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's a thing that's called the Wheel of 84, which is um, soul generally has to go through so many different uh, astrological sounds, like it's cabillions in each, in each astrological thing. Whatever, Scorpio and, you know, all of them. I don't know what they are. So we get all the different experiences that soul needs to get. And then you can, in my experience, in my um, experience, is that you one can earn their way out of this popsicle stand, if we want, and not have to come back here. And there's a lot of really cool places that don't have as many juxtapositions as, as physical reality does. I mean, this is a strange place. You know, you have people trying to kill us all the time and people spraying, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, it's fine, and, and I do fine, but there's other places that are much easier, much more fun, and giving you much more uh, availability to be more productive and even help people more than you are now. It's just reincarnation. And you can earn your way out of here. We can talk more about that sometime, but we're going to jump more into aging. Water. So the key reason then to know how, why this is so important, what we think and what we believe, and what we believe and what we expect, and, and why most people don't get it, because it's too simple. And I talk about it a lot, and I'll try some more this morning. There is not one thought, one image, one expectation, one belief, one feeling, that is not in the body, what we call the body, right? That is not in here when it's in our state of consciousness. 
just is. It's just the way it works. Don't shoot me, I'm just a messenger. You talk to God about it. That's the way she set it up. Or that's the way we set it up when we when we evolve these bodies. I'm gonna I'm gonna really understand this evolution thing, you know, not from a Darwin perspective and come from monkeys, but I'm gonna understand it and figure out not figure out, but learn on the inner planes of exactly how we humans came in here and uh, and how it all worked. I'm beginning to get a sense of it, but I'm going to, the more and more I can see things on the inner planes, I can say, oh yeah, that's interesting. At the present time, I'm getting off track here, but I don't care. At the present time, I believe that we all, just believe, I don't know this, but I believe we all have come in as a soul in in microbes and rocks and trees and birds and bees and and evolved that way. Over millions of years. That's what I think. So I think we all were rocks at one point. So what do you think? Let me know. Call me. Tell me what you think. Um, I don't. I don't know this to be true. I just my theory because nobody knows for sure. Everybody says they know. Nobody knows. Um, or email Patrick at one radio network dot com, or you can call with your theory. I'd love to hear it. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. But we know for sure the whole Darwin thing, the evolution thing, and didn't happen. We know that. Because there's no evidence of it. They can't find the, they can't find the missing link, you know, between uh, apes and humans, you know, because there isn't. So somehow we, we branched off and did our own thing, and uh, became Homo sapiens, Homo sapiens, where the apes went off and did their thing, somehow. But what I'm really most curious about is well, I don't know, is when we became conscious enough to know that we know, you know what I mean? You you come up and you say, well, I'm George and I know that I know that I'm George, which is different from all the other species. Different. So we are the, we want to use the term, highest or most evolved species Homo sapiens on the earth plane. And we know that we know. I think maybe that was, maybe that's the whole metaphor analogy of uh, Adam and Eve and the apple and all the whole thing. Maybe that, that's what that's talking about. I don't know. And then once we knew that we knew, then we start screwing up or something. I don't know. So I want to figure that out some or, or learn that. So I've been working with my spiritual teacher to say, come on now, I want to show me, show me. He will. That's what he's there for. I want to see this. How this works? This could be a great movie to write that one, right? Yeah, baby. So, okay, back to the um, the body. 
So we know another thing. We know for sure, absolutely, as we talked about with Don, Don Luster and David Parker, um, that this reality, physical reality, is just a dream. We know that. So this is no different from the dreams that you just had two, three hours ago. You remember that one? That was a dream, right? Was it solid? Mm. Yeah, if you were there in the astral plane or the mental plane, wherever you were, were on when you were having your dream experience, you could probably knock it here just like you are there and say, well, yeah, it's solid, but it's not. It's just a, it's not solid. None of this stuff is solid. This is all just a, um, a, an expression of our state of consciousness. So we have created Earth the way it is through our state of consciousness. So since the body is not solid, we know that, so it's pretty easy to move to the idea that anything that we think we have in our body, name your disease, is it really in there? I mean, is it really something we have to go in and fix? Or find out who's the matter with us, which is generally, as Adam says, is generally the problem, right? Who's the matter with us? And find out what's going on in relationship that we're having, clean that up, and then that thing goes away. So, so it appears solid, and you can go do a blood test and say, well, you've got this, you know, or you got that, and you got to do this to do that, or, you know what I'm saying. You got this, you got that, or. But these things go away all the time. And it's not because we've taken a certain thing, although they'll help, and it made it disappear from your molecules. You know what I mean? So this is exactly why the body ages. Because we have all these beliefs and all these ideas and um, have been programmed for so long in books, maybe last lifetime, you know, there were books about people that get a certain age and then they have this and all. Then we saw people, and then it just kind of builds up, you know, over time. Before you know it, we just believe all this stuff, you know. We just believe it all. We just, we just believe it all true. It's like we believe the earth is round, which is not. We just believe it. I mean, you know, you can talk to people, and uh, I mean, they will, they will go to the mat. They will go to the mat to tell you that the earth is round, spinning ball, spinning around the sun at 10,000 miles an hour and the sun is spinning around the Milky Way at 666,000 miles an hour and the Milky Way is spinning around um, the next thing up there at 
four million miles an hour, and it's all nonsense. Just is. But 95% of the, maybe 90% of the people out there, they always think I'm crazy saying that. And they don't know. They just went to school and somebody told them nobody's been out of space except six or seven astronauts that they claim to have been, and they've never been there. They don't have a picture of the Earth from outer space. Zero, none. All CGI. Computer. We've got no proof. Gravity doesn't exist. And 95% of humanity, will they'll go to the mat and they'll, they'll just go to such extent that they'll censor you on YouTube. So you don't, you don't find uh, flat earth videos. I mean, going to, going to Google and Google flat earth and 98% of them will be um, videos to prove that the earth is round. Yeah, look. Why do they care? They care because they've been running this scam for about 500 years. And they don't want you to think that you are the center of the universe on an immovable plane with a firmament. You are the center of the earth. You create everything. All the answers are not out there five billion light years away. There's no such thing. It's all made up. NASA's all made up. Satellites are all made up. There's no satellites. They're up on balloons. They don't circle some... They just don't. But you only get to this stage of enlightenment when you look and you let go of all the preconceived notions and look and figure it out and try to prove yourself wrong. And if you ever get there, believe me, you're going to feel so strong and healthy and get healthier because you're not believing in a lie. And when we believe in a lie, we believe in a lot of lies. And we are spiritually weak when we believe in a lie like the earth is spinning around the sun. You believe in that? And you're weak and that you shouldn't be. You're not, I'm not saying you're weak and I'm strong. What I'm saying is you put yourself in a weakened position because as soul, spiritual being, you know you're wrong, but you won't look at it. That's a weakened position. And you can get sucked into anything. Like believing in germs, like believing in COVID, like believing in terrorism, like believing in nuclear wars, like believing in all this crap. Made up. Hi Patrick, why did you choose the Ekankar religion from the other 33,000 Protestant churches? What attracted you? Do they preach reckon reincarnation? No, Ekankar doesn't preach anything. Reincarnation is real. Karma is real. It just is. So, it just is. So, those are two of the tenets of Ekankar. Ekankar is just about, very simply put, you are a soul. You are in a body. You are a 
law unto yourself. You create everything. Go for it. Don't hurt anybody. Don't mess with anybody. That's karma. Karma is real. Reincarnation is real. And you have the ability to project your consciousness anywhere you want. We call that soul travel. And it's the path of total awareness. The more aware you become of everything, the more healthier you are, happier you are, the longer you can live, and the more easily you can to create what you want. But if you believe in a lot of other stuff that's not true, well then you can't do anything except you're stuck. Protestant churches, I don't know, what do they teach? Sin? Hell? Heaven? Jesus? Okay. Where does that get you? I'll ruffle some feathers here, but Jesus is not operating on this plane of existence any longer. He's long gone. He ain't coming back. Good man, God realized, dude, no doubt about it, but he was not the only son of God. Sorry, you are too. He said that himself. I'm not being blasphemous. He said it. You can do things in greater than I'm doing. But people like to put Jesus and Buddha up on a pedestal and say, I can't be like you, but I can maybe someday. The Eckmasters say exactly the opposite. You are destined to be an Eckmaster. You are destined to be God realized. I'm here to help you, and you can even go further than I've gone. So we don't worship masters. We invite you, we invite them in to help us, and they do. Every moment, every moment, they're right there. It's cool, check it out. So that's why I chose it. It kind of chose me. Spirit chooses us. We don't really choose spirit. When you're open and available to really, you know, go for the goal this lifetime, you will run into the next the next path to take you to the top of the mountain. But I'll tell you what, you know, I'm just going to be very kind here, if you're just sitting around this lifetime and not sure where you're going to go and just believing in something that you just believe in but you're not sure, you've not had any real deep connection, deep experience and actually met this man Jesus on the inner planes, talked to him, then, you know, you could be taking a chance and you'll, I'm not going to say what's going to happen to you when you leave but it's up to you. A real spiritual master, after they've left this embodiment, you can visit with them, talk to them, shake their hands, hug them in other realities. Then you know they're real. Other than that, you don't know. Just some belief system, like some spinning earth. We put a great video on the front page. Um, It's a good one. I like this guy. It's O-D-D. 
Odd TV. It's another, uh, it's another flat earther. Where's my website? Oh, there it is. Where is our website? Yeah. Oh, it's right underneath the, um, yeah, it's right underneath the, the video. You're, you're watching on video? Right. The one right there. <laughs> right underneath it. History of fake space, outer space does not exist. After the show, watch that one. And then down below, the third one is the Secret Society Network. That's a pretty cool one, too. Yeah, I mean, if you really open up uh, and say, okay, you know, Patrick's pretty crazy, but you know, he seems kind of reasonable guy that he has some idea of what's going on, more than most people I listen to, because uh, what are they talking about? I don't know. Um, does the stuff they talk about matter in my life? I don't, I don't think so. So, you could say, well, you know, maybe this guy's right. Just maybe. So I'm going to really start looking at some of these flat earth people. David Wise, um, Eric Dubay, Odd, ODD TV. Those are three good ones. Eric Dubai, D-U-B-A-Y. Find him on YouTube. Um, ODD TV. And David Wise, Flat Earth Dave. And we've done some other videos with people. And just give it a chance. Watch him. And every time your little mind says, okay, that can't be true. Well, just let that go and listen. And, and look and see. There is no evidence that there's some spinning thing. Zero. Not one picture. They claim to have 48 million satellites circling this spinning Earth, right? I don't know how many. Duh. And one of them can't just take a picture of this spinning Earth? Show it to you? Just one? The blue marble thing. I mean, I saw a video last night, the blue marble thing. You can see quotes by the guy who made the thing, and it was all just CGI. That's that classic blue marble shot that NASA claims that they took from, from the moon. They lied. It's CGI, and they can prove it's CGI. Just the, the geeks can put this, uh, you know, the Photoshop on it, and it shows you. It's all just squares and lines, and there's no... It's not a picture, not a photograph. They don't even lie well in outer space. What a joke. They have about three or four different um, NASA representatives on the one video I saw last night um, saying, you know, we, we're, we're just not able to get out of Earth's orbit like we used to. What? We're not able to get out of Earth's orbit like we used to. 
There's a speech of Barack Obama saying, well, we're working on getting out of Earth's orbit. So they're covering themselves already because they can't. You can't get out of here. There's a dome on the top, about 7,500 miles up. I don't know how far. You can't get out of it. That's why God set it up. Uh, So then NASA now is saying, well, we lost, really, seriously, you can see these people on, we lost all of the technology that got us to the moon. We got it. We lost all the technology. Really? <laughs> really? I mean, that's their that's their excuse. And this new one, they're going to do some moon thing. I don't think that's shot off yet. They keep postponing it because it's just a joke. They just send these rockets up. Um, uh, they send them up so far, and then you can watch all of them. Um, uh, you watch them all and then they go. And they just go over to the Atlantic Ocean and drop in there. They don't, they don't go very high. Every one of them. Why do they make a right-hand turn? They're not even good at this, folks. There is no space station. There's no Hubble. There just isn't. Stars are real, but they're not where they say it is. The sun is not 93 million miles away, excuse me. Do you know how big the sun would have to be for us to see it if it was 93 million miles away? Just use, think, think, think. It's not very far, it's not very far. Same size as the moon, and they just circle around the flat plane. Very simple. Looks like they go over a horizon, but that's all made up. Uh, did you ever eat a vegan diet? 2007. Seven? I don't think so. I don't think I ever really did a vegan vegan. I did a vegetarian for a while, something like that. From Judy, have you ever read the books Cosmic Memory, Prehistory of Earth and Man, or, oh, that's a one book, Cosmic Memory, Prehistory of Earth and Man, or The Healing Process, Spirit, Nature, and Our Bodies by Rudolf Steiner. Currently reading both of them, and I think you would find them very interesting. I, too, think there is something in the Adam and Eve story that humanity is completely missing. I have some ideas, but I'm still contemplating them. Good, yeah, think about it, figure it out. How do you feel about um, the four bodies? Physical, etheric, astral, and capital. I don't know what capital means. He probably means soul, body, right? that Rudolf Steiner talks about. Have you researched these topics? You know, you can't research these topics. You don't want to research anything. Because you don't know what these people... Why You don't want to believe somebody else. Don't do that. You can read Rudolf Steiner, and he's a cool guy, and he was on it. He knew the moon and some of the planets were not solid. He writes about that. He knew about elementals. And it was very cool, very, I'm sure he, 
I'm not sure, but I suspect he knew there was a flat earth. Um, and so you can read that and learn, but you got to find out for yourself. If you just read somebody and believe something, you don't get it. You don't, you, you know, that's it. Then you just have one more belief system. So I'm not going to read those because I know how it works because I've seen it, so I don't need to really understand Rudolph's idea on it, but you can. That's a stepping stone. So good for you. But our job is to find out. And we do that by projecting our consciousness other than physical body. This is what soul can do. Because as soul, we are omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient. What's the other one? Are those three? All-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful, and omniscient. Uh, omnipresent, we're everywhere. So, God is everywhere. right? God is just one blob of God. So everything is inside God. But God doesn't have outside, so everything is God. You, me, the squirrels, the rocks, everything. And we are everything now, the way we are, everything. So all we are doing as soul, which we're very evolved to be able to do it, is to project our consciousness, our, our attention, somewhere else. To the astral plane. You can do that, Judy. Go to the astral plane, see your astral body, and experience it. Go to the etheric. See your etheric body. Yes, we have them. Go to your uh, mental body. See what it is. Go there. So, after you read Steiner's stuff, then do it. And if you want to learn how to do it, I would check out eckencar.org and you can learn how to do it. We do spiritual exercises every day to learn what's out there. But it's not out there, it's in here. You know, we talk a lot about the uh, the Freemasons and the Jesuits. These are two of the, uh, the number one secret society secret handshake people that started the whole um, heliocentric model nonsense about, I think about 1600. If you, if you look back into the Mayans, the Taoists, every, everybody. Uh, in Lemuria, Atlantis, there's all, all have drawings, all have art depictions of a ferment and a flat earth. You know, this whole heliocentric thing is only about 400 years old. All cultures knew that the earth was not spinning. They knew it. So the Jesuits, such as they are, and they're part of the, the Jesuits are like the mob of the Vatican. The, the Vatican, they're Catholic, whatever that means, and then the Jesuits are the, are the, the mob. Uh, they run the money, and they uh, they do this stuff, and the Jesuits are very hardcore, and so they got together with the Freemasons, and they they paid Copernicus and other people to create um, outer space and gravity and 
nonsense. Then they used to they used to rub out people who wouldn't go along with them, and they just evaded the education uh, uh, for the last four hundred years. And so now, when you go to school, you're a little kid, and the first thing they show you is a globe, and then you're you're in. So why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why do they care? Well, I mean, it's cool. I mean, when you hypnotize people about where you live and you don't know whether you live in New York or San Diego and you're confused, then you're confused. You got to know where you live. And so it's just been a programming of people for the last 400 years of believing stuff, anything, anything they throw at you. And uh, 2022 is a perfect example of people believe, I don't think there's any nuclear weapons, actually. I think that's all made up. I think that these people are psychopaths and they know how dangerous these things are and I think they've all been I may be wrong. I may, I'm wrong about a lot of things. I think they've all been deactivated and that this is just one more piece of fear porn they put out there. Nuclear war. Why would these people kill themselves when live in a bunker for the rest of their life? They don't want to do that. They're not going to do any nuclear war. Now, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there will be some tactical you know, short-range tactical nuclear stuff used in in Russia and Ukraine, maybe. But that's not going to kill everybody. There's quite a few uh, bigger contingency and growing that uh, the whole Nagasaki-Hiroshima thing never happened either. Never happened. How would you know it happened? You saw it on a newsreel? You heard it on the radio? Read it in the newspaper? Then you believe it. I believed it for a long time. I wondered if the reason you can't sleep very well is because your etheric or astral bodies are too active for your physical body. Have you thought about that? Um, oh, you know, I, I've really let go of the idea, Judy, thank you, that I don't sleep very well. I just didn't. I'm already sleeping, I don't even like to use the term wetter, better, well, worse. I'm already sleeping more soundly by just cutting back on the meat and eating more fat in just a few days. So I think I was, I think I've been doing too much meat for my body and not enough fat. But yeah, I mean, I'm very aware. I'm conscious all the time. Conscious all the time. Just am. So, so I lay down to, to sleep and I'm conscious. I'm just awake. 
not thinking about anything. I'm just awake. I'm aware. So when I go to sleep, generally I watch myself go to sleep. So when you're in that state of consciousness, it's a little more difficult because you you run into things like, is that real, is that real, and I'm learning. So I'm just learning. So I don't look at it as I don't sleep well. This is just all a learning process for me. So I've let go of the idea of I should do more of this or more of that or sleep better. Do I look like I'm really uh, sleep deprived? Do I? I don't feel sleep deprived. I don't look sleep deprived, so I guess I'm not. Yeah, I would encourage you, Judy and others, to let's let go of this idea that there's something to fix. Something to fix. It's a big trap right here, physical reality these days. Gotta fix it. Gotta fix it. Something's broke. Which is what the medical model runs on, right? You got this, I'll give you a drug. Let's fix it. You got that, I'll give you a drug. You got this, and we do the same thing in the natural world, and I did for years. I'm not criticizing. I'm just pointing out that there's nothing to fix. Because as soon as you think that there's something in your body to fix, then you know how much energy that's giving that thing you got to fix when you think that? Think about it. Just think about it. Oh, let's see. My thyroid is low, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll take thyroid medicine. Maybe I need iodine and maybe I need this because it's not right. You don't think your thyroid is affected when you think it's low? If you think it's low, it's low. I know this is all cutting edge stuff and probably your head is about to explode, but I don't know what else to talk about. It's my job. 